up, everybody? We back. R2C2, another week. What's good? Welcome back, my friend. How was crashing the winter meetings? Oh, it was good. It was good. Uh, I'll never go back. <laughs> never in my life will I go back to that shit, bro. And le- unless it's in a city where I don't have to be at the hotel and I can just go play golf. Okay. I know I know Amber's going to have to be there, you know, in the in future, but yeah, nah, that's not for me. That's it's too many fucking randoms. Yeah. Like it 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 is a shit show. Like a shit show. So you're walking through the lobby getting stopped every 5 feet. Every fucking 2 inches, bro. Oh my gosh. Like, it was we walked in there Sunday night and in in the lobby and I had my bags. And I looked at Amber, and I was like, nah, we, we can't stay here. We turned around and, and got a different hotel. Really? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. It, it's, it's like that. It's that much. Wow, you know man. Wow. It's crazy. That's, um, you know what else, too, man? Like, there's no way for you to hide, right? Like, you're 6'7". Yeah, no, you're not six, me. Seven, you know, six, eight? Yeah. What are you? 6'7". Yeah, 6'7". Yeah. I mean, you're 6'7". You can't hide. You, there's, there's nothing. There's no hiding, bro. There's no, like, oh, I'm going to put on a... Even like you can't even like put on a mask, and nothing. which is There's a nice tactic these days. But you can't, you can't do that. Man, as soon as I hit that lobby, bro, it was it was a shit show, <laughs> shit so, show. So did it impede your ability to gather rumors the way that you set out to do for R two C two? Because you were gonna um, be our you were gonna be our special assignment reporter. Yeah. No, I, I got I got some I got some good intel. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I mean, I got some. You know, I got some good rumors and shit. But, um, I mean, everything happened. You know what I'm saying? Like, Judge ended up signing. Um, you know, I think I think all the like, you know, Trey Turner, the dominoes kind of fell. Yeah. Um, the big ones anyway. I mean, we still got Correa out there, probably gonna end up at the Giants. But, yeah, I mean, I think the the big one was was Judgey, and then the. The whole rumor that he was going to San Diego, which was not true. Yeah, you know what I'm yeah. saying? Like the whole, so it was crazy. Was there ever a time when you thought Judge was going to leave? Me personally, no. But I think there was a time when the Yankees believed that he was going to leave. Mm. You know what I'm saying? But yeah. like me personally, no. I mean, there, there's no other place to play, cuz. Yeah. Like, you can say all the shit. The, if, if, the only reason I didn't think it was real is because it was the Giants. If it was the Dodgers then we would have had a problem. But, like, you can't go from the Yankees historically to, um, no offense, you can't go to the Giants, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just, it's not the fucking same. It'll never be the same. And, you know, I, I knew Judgey, you know, understood that right away. Like I said, had he been a free agent, we were trying to lure him to New York. Right. It would have been a different story. Right. But him him coming up here and understanding what it means to play in the Bronx to put that uniform on, he wasn't going to play for the fucking Giants, bro. Period. <laughs> I'm sorry. Like it was it was never going to happen, cuz. You, you know what's I uh, you know, last week obviously see because you were with the commissioner, we didn't get a chance to hear you talk about him coming back and and I talked about it and then we talked with uh John Morosi. But the thing I said was I was like, you know, Judge played it perfectly for getting the best deal possible while staying. Like that is exactly how he had to play it to maximize his deal while staying where he was because you know what's it crazy felt like is there that, was a threat he could leave, you know? Yeah, but I don't think there was I think that 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 was just a ruse. Like he wanted everybody to feel like that there was a threat that he could leave. Yeah, I don't think exactly. he ever I don't think he ever wanted to actually go anywhere. And I think 
you know, him playing it well was just him not saying anything. You know what I'm saying? Like yep. he just he just just kept quiet, went on his one trip to San Francisco, and you know, that was kind of it. So it was uh, you know, it was it was good in a way that they just kept quiet. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like and and kind of let the bidding play itself out. You know what I'm saying? And I mean, yeah. I mean, that's I think that's the perfect way to 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 play free agents, especially when you have big market teams in the in the mix. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? When you have teams that can pay a lot of money, like like the Giants said they weren't gonna get outbid, the Dodgers and the Yankees, it's best just to stay mom and let those guys ponder over what other offer you got. And then, you know, the Yankees will keep raising their offer, raising their years after speculation of, you know, what other teams are offering. So it was perfect. Yeah, man. I think that's so well said. And it's um you ultimately see like what you just said, the way you put it, like, of course he like had to stay like, that's the 30,000 foot view that I do think is like, we all kind of felt right. Like this isn't, this isn't just some guy who was talented and happened to be a Yankee. This is the guy who's like, you know, this up and coming generations, Mr. Yankee, it would have felt so weird for him to go somewhere else, man. It all of a sudden, I use this term a lot, but my sports universe would have felt like it was off its access. And I truly believe he would have regretted that forever because it's not just that he's a Yankee. You've described many times how unique that experience is and how high level that is. But it's also that like he is a generational Yankee. That is a really rare, rare thing. Very, very, very rare thing for him to be where in the position that he's in. You know what I'm saying? Like, it don't come around that. I mean, you know, it was Donnie Baseball and then Jeter and now this guy. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Yep. So it doesn't, th- these type of players don't come around that often. And I think, you know, he had to recognize, I mean, I think Robbie Cano, and I haven't talked to him about it, but I think he still regrets not staying here. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So th- you can't walk out of the door here, bro. Yeah. Like when I was a free agent <laughs> that one year and I had those offers yeah. to go play, I'm like, no fucking way. Will I go play in... Toronto or Minnesota then come back here and lose in the first round. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. it's just, you you don't leave New York, bro. Like, it's it's always a regret. I always say this, too. Like, when people are like, oh, there was more money. It's like, okay, but what are you doing with that money, right? Like, what is, what is changing? Now, it's one thing if it's not competitive, right? Like, then I get it. But if somebody's saying, like, you know, 360 versus 400, okay, is that extra $40 million changing your life more than the difference between playing or not playing for the Yankees. And I, I mean, for Aaron, I don't think it ever came down to that kind of equation, but I'm just speaking more generally when people talk about that, like, see, I know you, you had offers for more money to go to those other places you mentioned. Right. But you knew for your life, like an extra $4 million is not worth the difference between you staying a Yankee or not in that moment. Yeah. Because you make all that up when you're done. You know what I'm saying? Like Boom. whether it's yeah. whether it's my documentary or doing the book or people listening to this podcast. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because of like yeah. because of the Yankee fan base. You know what yep. I'm saying? Like it's just a it's just a bigger thing when you can retire and play your whole career. And I mean, people even like correlate me as a Yankee. They I, do. I, you know, I played yeah. there 12 years, but yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, and that's a that's a that's a special thing. Yeah. To have people recognize you for the pinstripes that you wore. Yeah. So and it very rarely happens. You know what I'm saying? Like, it very rarely happens where people just correlate you to that one franchise. And, you know, it's a cool thing to have in, in retirement. And I think 
you know, guys are starting to understand that. You know what's interesting you just saying that, see? Like, you know when um, Jeter used to always get asked, like, how he wants to be remembered or whatever, and he would he would just say, like, honestly, I just want to be remembered as a Yankee. Like, that was always good enough for me. Um, and I kind of got it, like, that association. But that's cool. Like, if you think about it, it's true. Like, you are seen as a Yankee. Like, you know, even though you spent the first however many years of your career somewhere else, that's got to be cool. No, it's, it's a dope thing to be a part of that history, a part yeah. of that franchise. Like, the coolest piece of memorabilia that I have is that picture of Whitey, oh. Gator, Pettit, and myself. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. where the fuck else you going to get, like, a, a no. line of, a, a, you know what I'm saying, of lefties like that, where the, the history of the Yankees coincides with the history of fucking baseball, yeah. guys. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, like, you do some cool shit as a Yankee, like, it's going to be up there in the, in the MLB record books. You yep. know what I'm saying? Like, look at, you know, Judge broke the Yankee record for home runs in a in a, in a season. And everybody want to call that the, the MLB record, which is not. <laughs> the record is 73. But, you know, because he did it as a Yankee, people hold, it holds more weight. Yeah, it's amazing, man. Are there, um, do you feel strongly about any of the moves that are lingering out there that could be made? Is there anything you definitely would like to see happen or any fits that you're like, oh, this, you know, this fits. Uh, and it doesn't just have to be a Yankee, any team where you're like, oh, this this guy who's still available as of Tuesday afternoon, you know, should this would be a home for them. Yeah. You know, what's crazy is that uh, just the Correa, you know, domino is like people it, it, like he's kind of shut off his market. Right. Yeah. Where the teams that kind of need him can't bring him in because it's because of the fan base where it's like the Dodgers will probably pay this guy yeah. to play shortstop for him for a long time, but the fans will fucking hate it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So <laughs> it's just an odd thing to me. Like I want to see where he ends up and if he ends up on a long-term deal, just because he has so many people that in the fan bases in these markets that don't like him. Would you ever, if you were a Correa, and you saw, like, last year he was kind of able to maximize his AAV by taking that short deal, right? Would you ever consider, like, that being your path here instead of instead of signing an eight-year deal, being like, you know what? I'm just going to keep signing, you know, three-year deals with an opt-out yeah. after one where I'm making, where it's up to me. I could always stay the three years, but I'm making $40 million a year. Something like yeah, that. Yeah, that that's just put uh, puts a lot of pressure on yourself year after year. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? To put up monster years, to put yourself in another position to get another short-term deal. Yeah, yeah, You know yeah, what I'm yeah. saying? So, I mean, you, you you play these seasons and you do these things to to be, you know, stable and, and have a place where you can kind of call your organization. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's it's odd. It's odd to me that he's so young and such a good player and he can't find a home. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, I know. He he's so good too, man. And he's October proven. And you know, I I mean he's perfect for the Dodgers, guys. He is. He is perfect you know for saying? the Dodgers. Like he's perfect. perfect for the Dodgers. But like they can't go out and give him an eight-year, nine-year deal. Right. I, and right now, with the way that the years are looking, with Bogart's getting eleven, Nemo getting eight, Judge getting nine, and Trey Turner. You got to get this guy a fourteen-year deal, cause yeah, he's the youngest out of all the free agents by far. It's crazy, man. It is. It is. It is crazy. That's the thing, too. He's still so young. He's uh, still so. How young. about the way the Mets are spending, man? Yeah, it's it's crazy, man. I, I mean, 
they just gonna have to keep everybody healthy. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, yeah. you got those two older starters at the top. I would have loved to see them sign back, maybe Bassett or Walker. Yeah. Um, for me, I would have signed both of those guys back and yeah. kept that money from Verlander and spilt it, spent it somewhere else. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, just because you don't know what you're gonna get out of a 39 year old starter. I mean, I know he wasn't a Cy Young last year, but. Fuck, man. How long can you keep doing that shit? You know, look at Scherzer in the playoffs. Yeah. And at the end of the year last year, you know what I'm saying? Like, this ain't the place to to not perform in in October because these motherfuckers will boo you violently off the field. I I watched it happen to Scherzer last year. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I know Kate Upton had that quote about going to play for the Mets where they don't boo you off the field. But let JV have a couple bad games. They're going to put that motherfucker right out of Queens, guys. (laughs) (laughs) This is New York City, man. They will boo him right out there, well, motherfucker. Especially, especially when you're hired for this purpose. You yes, and saying? especially when you're not a Yankee or a Met. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like Degrom is gonna always get passes. Yes, because he, you know what I'm saying. Yes, whoever else. But these guys coming in, hire guns. You better fucking put right. up. Like when people say, like, oh, I've even heard Mariano Rivera get booed or Derek Jeter get booed or whatever. It's like, yeah, but it was like these very fleeting. Like everybody kind of was like, oh, we why do we do that? We feel gross. And like it it doesn't yeah. happen often. You know what I mean? It's like it's like you get a real built-in cushion when you are one of our own here. Yes. Like same thing with like judge, you know, like fans, like, yeah, is there a circumstance where you get booed? Yeah, we've heard it. But like it takes a lot. It takes a lot for that to happen. Whereas the dude who's brought in, like, look at John Carlos Stanton. You know, and he was traded. He wasn't even a free agent signing. Like, yeah. people are people were so hard no, was, on on G, it, and and this is a guy now who's produced in October, big time. And I feel like still sometimes they have a short fuse with him. You know, like I agree with you. See, like it, Verlander getting paid all that money coming in. Now maybe he's just gonna shove, and it's not gonna matter. But if for some reason he didn't, those fans aren't gonna like consider what he did other places. They don't give a fuck about that. Like, they need him to come into Queens and come, and pitch well. You know what I'm saying? Yep. So for me, I mean, I, I would have kind of, I, I think I would have signed Walker and Bassett back or maybe even Rondon and Bassett or some combination of, you know, getting two starters. Yeah. Um, after losing to Grom. But, you know, we'll have to see how that works out. Yeah, we're going to see. I, th- I hope the Yankees sign uh, Rondon just because I feel like, Lefty starter. He's got some, you know, he's got some no. shit about him, you know? Yeah, he, he definitely has that where you can give him the ball in any stadium and he'll be fine. Yeah. Like, he can put on the pinstripes and be perfectly fine. Just like Lance Lynn. Yeah. Like he's got some a lot of fuck you in him, you yeah. know what I'm saying, which is great. I like that, man. I like that. No, it was a great, great little period for baseball. See, I know you and I uh, have been so into um, – this World Cup as well. It's just been so... Dude, this past weekend, the quarterfinals were unbelievable. Those games were unbelievable. And I literally had the perfect days for it because I had Mavs Bucks Friday and then I had Nets Pacers Saturday. And I literally... When I'm like when I'm on a game day, I just sit in my hotel room and do prep. And I usually put something on in the background. So I literally had the games on the entire time as I did prep. It was oh, nah. so good, man. It was, it was. The the quarterfinals were awesome. I mean, every really the knockout stage all all together. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. It's been really good. It's been some great games, and you know, a lot of these games have been ending on on PK. So that's awesome too to have that drama, dude. 
England is going to regret that forever. I was shocked that they actually outplayed France, but they did. They had so many, forget, uh, not just the Kane, Miss PK, which I could see how difficult that is. Because, no, Maguire has so many oh, shots. Oh, so no. many shots, <laughs> man. shit is wild, bro. So many shots. French goalie was fantastic, man. He was. He's been all, he has been all... Um, all World Cup this whole month he's been he's been playing lights out. And the Croatian goalie is next level, man. Yo, you know what's 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 crazy about Croatia is like they don't do anything like spectacular. No. But they're they're always right there and always putting pressure on the other team. I mean, they were in the final in 2018. So, you know, it's obviously a good team, but like it's just they're they're an underdog in every fucking game they go into and they end up coming out on top. Dude, when you remember, I went to remember when I used to take my uh, European guys trips all the time that you make fun of me for yeah, uh, yeah. before I was married and and now I'll never have one of those again. So I, I thank God, thank God. <laughs> when I went to Croatia with my buddies Aaron and Troy, Troy was hilarious. So Troy is a diehard soccer fan. I've told you before, Troy is the most knowledgeable sports fan I've ever met in my life. He just like knows everything. And uh, when at, when we went to Croatia, it was summer of 2018. It was just after the World Cup. And, like, whenever we'd be walking around Croatia and, like, we had had a few, like, Troy's thing was he would just start, like, being like, Rakatic, Madrich. Like, he would just go through, like, <laughs> saying every name of, like, these dudes who have, like, I don't know. They're just, like, like, these names that stick with you, you know? But it's, like, it's funny watching them now. Uh Rakitic is uh, is is no longer. I don't think. And Atta, you could check me on this, but like, I don't think he's a part of the squad anymore. But like, Modric is still like he he's still very much like a key piece. You know, I haven't attempted to say the goalie's name yet, though. <laughs> I have not. It's just like he has been amazing, though. So, all right, I think we could do this. We're we're recording Tuesday afternoon, just before Croatia Argentina. And then tomorrow yeah. is Morocco and um, France. and France. Do you have any predictions for these games? See, our audience will just know whether or not we were smart or not. Man, I would love to see France and Argentina, obviously, right? Yeah. Messi and Mbappe in the final. Yeah. I just, I mean, there's no way we're going to get that. You know what I'm saying? Some, one of those sides there's is going to no get There's no way yeah. we're going to get that shit, yeah. cuz. So yeah. I think, I think I'm, I'm going Argentina-Morocco. I think we're going to get... I think we're, who was number seven on uh, Argentina? He was fantastic in uh, that last game. Atta's going to tell yeah, us. Yeah, Atta that. will tell us who number seven is. He played so well, um, but uh, I, uh, I think um, uh, Rodrigo De Paul. There we go. Um, I think um, I think that uh, Croatia is going to win, and then I think. France is going to win. I think we're going to get a rematch, man. A rematch? I think wow. we're going to get a rematch. Doesn't happen often, but I think we're going to get a rematch. Bro, Mbappe's so fucking good, cuz. Do you see that? Like, he's, he's so fast. England had, like, three or four guys, like, on him all the all time. All the time. It was crazy, man. It was, it was crazy. It was insane. I mean, and, and then looking, like, watching England play France, right? Those guys are so fucking big. Oh my like, gosh, I know. Whether it's Rashford came in coming in late, like I can't believe he didn't start f- first of all, but like yeah. it's 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 been like just looking at our squad compared yeah. to other squads. Yeah. Like we need some of our DBs in the NFL or some of these guys to start playing fucking soccer, bro. Man. You know what I'm saying? Because we we're never going to match up. Like 
in the box or off a set, like off a set piece, you got Harry Kane and Maguire in the box. Like, we got no chance of fucking defending that. Dude, hey. You know what I'm saying? Like, we're just too small, cuz. Like, it's, our, our squad is too small. It's kind of what the Netherlands did in that game, right? Like, at the end of the yep. game, they just have these massive dudes, and they're and Messi complained about it, right? Like, and and they they just started firing balls into the box and using their size, which that game, that Argentina-Netherlands game was absolutely incredible. That set piece to tie the game right before uh, the end of stoppage time was just ridiculous, man. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. It was amazing. I mean, the whole, I mean, the Brazil game. I was about to say, watching Brazil go down was crazy, too. Crazy, man. The fact that they score, and that goal was spectacular. They score in the whatever it was, 103rd minute or 110th minute, whatever it was. And then Croatia gets the equalizer. Crazy, man. Shit shit was sick. It was sick, man. It was was sick. sick. It was sick. I'm jealous of Atta, our producer, who went to Qatar to, uh, to, to see these games. It's been an amazing... Amazing World Cup. Those are our predictions for the semis. We'll obviously come back before the final and and recap. See, I also did. Man, this- if we get France and fucking Argentina, this would be like a like oh. an all time. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like that, that should be sick. It, bro. It'd be like that's like there. I, I don't even. What would be the equivalent of that? Like it's so much bigger than any you know yeah, single there, country there no, league. You know, that it's is, no it's no equivalent no. to it. You oh, know what I'm saying? Gosh. Like, and, and I feel like we almost deserve it because like all the matchups we've wanted to have happen, like keep coming up short, right? Mm-hmm. Like we wanted Brazil, Argentina didn't happen. You know, you wanted to get uh, uh right. Spain, Argentina would have been, I think in the uh, would have been in the quarters, right. Didn't happen. Like, so, I mean, we keep getting these like almost moments that hopefully this time it actually comes through. Um, but I, and let's see what we got. Oh, here we go. Yeah, every World Cup. This is a great point from Atta. Every World Cup's been won by South America or Europe. We know Morocco's the first African team in the semis. Crazy, man. Like, they're... And I don't yeah. think many people are going to give them a chance against France, but... No. But they keep winning. So, you know, like, we'll see. Uh, see, I also did just want us to say, um, you know, send our love to uh, Grant Wall and uh, his family um, I mentioned this on the air the other night uh, when the news broke and I was doing an NBA game with JJ Reddick. Um, but Celine uh, Gounder, uh, his wife is someone, uh, and I, I could be pronouncing her last name incorrectly and I apologize if I am, but she's someone who I really relied upon during the pandemic. She's an infectious disease specialist who I think really built a huge following during this period by being such uh, such a, like a, just like a smart, well-researched, level-headed um, outlet for all of us. And Grant is someone who's written so many key stories on so many athletes in our country. You know, he, he certainly had an incredible impact on the popularity of soccer in our country and the way he publicized women's soccer specifically. Um, but also just think about some of the, these big stories. Like he was the one who did the first big story on JJ Redick at Duke. He's the one who did the and LeBron, LeBron yeah. too. Yeah. LeBron story, man. And, and we'll find out if anything else went on there, man, but just tragic, tragic stuff. Yeah. It's crazy, man. Awful. Um, so want to send love out to the wall family and, and Celine sure. and her loved ones. Um, see, uh, the other, uh, the other thing that we have cooking right now is we have winning basketball in our city right now, man. Do you see this? The the Nets have gotten red hot for an extended period of time. Um, they're now 
17 and 12. They've won four straight. They've won eight of 10. Uh, they have, I think, found a rhythm. Kyrie talked about it, just like how they cut out the distractions since he came back and they're just playing ball. And they're really deep and they're really good. And it's funny because I still hear people talk about them and say like, oh, the Nets, like, oh, what a disaster. And I'm like, uh, well, I know they had early drama, but do you see they're actually like playing really well now? And then the Knicks, dude, the Knicks who looked, they just looked brutal after they were giving up 130 at home night after night. It seemed like they couldn't win a home game. Now got Quentin Grimes back. Julius Randle's playing more like the guy we saw a couple of years ago. They've won four straight, man. We got some good ball going on in the city. Which is great, man. I think this, I keep saying it, this is a basketball town. So if these teams are good and make deep runs in the playoffs, it's going to be a lot of fun coming to spring. So, you know, we'll see. Uh, have to see. I have to get to a couple of games. I haven't been to a game yet. Yeah, man. Well, you know what's Wednesday? Wednesday, you got is the, Nets is the Warriors. Warriors in yeah, Brooklyn. I think I might be at that. That's I a might prime be at that. time CC Sabathia sitting courtside game. I don't know if you can pull it off at this point, see, but Wednesday night at Barclays. Actually, the Warriors are in town for Knicks and Nets. Yeah, the Knicks and Nets up. this week. So, yeah, I think, I think I'm going to hit that Nets game. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. That's the one. Has anything else struck you NBA-wise where you're like, like, I mean, are you at all surprised at the Pelicans being this good right now, winning seven no. in a row? No. Not really. No, because, I mean, that young team, I mean, Brandon Ingram was, was primed and ready to take this next step. Zion being healthy, you know what I'm saying? Like, I think people, and even me, I think people forget how good he is when he's healthy and he's able to move around and play. Like, the kids, can, he can actually fucking hoop, man. And then yeah. getting C.J. McCollum to actually, like, corral all of that talent and those personalities, I think, I think they, they got a winning formula. I think they're going to be really good for a long time. I really like Willie Green, too, their head coach. Yeah. So I'm, I'm pumped seeing them do it. I, like, I would love to see a New Orleans-Memphis playoff series. Right, that oh. that shit would be sick. Now I want to see New Orleans, New Orleans play the Suns. Oh yeah, the Suns with the little drama, cry. bro. Like I hate teams that lose and cry. Get the fuck off the court. You lost, bro. Why would you care about what somebody else is doing? The game's fucking over. You lost. You have forty eight minutes to do something about it. Don't cry about the last five seconds of the game. Shut the fuck up and get off the court. <laughs> Shit is stupid, bro. Uh, it's always uh, motherfuckers who lose that, that's crying about the other team celebration. Shut the fuck up. I'm with you. I am with Shit you. Shit is stupid. I am with you, see. I, um, I always feel that way of like, I would much rather just like internalize it. If it bothers you, fine. But internalize it and then just go win next it time. Should, it should bother you losing more than what the other team's doing in their celebration. Yeah, yeah. Like, be mad about the loss. Don't be mad about motherfucker doing the sickest in-game dunk I've ever seen in my life, <laughs> by the way. <laughs> that shit was insane. Ridiculous, man. That shit was insane, guys. Ridiculous, like, man. Get the oh fuck off gosh. the floor, fucking Phoenix. Get the fuck off the court. <laughs> oh, my fucking gosh. Assholes. I that was that was ridiculous, man. That shit was sick, guys. Yeah. That was the sickest dunk I've ever seen in the game. Oh my gosh. Well, hey, if Phoenix holds it's the four seed. And New Orleans holds is the one, which, by the way, obviously, there's not a million, gonna happen. million things to happen between now and then. But then they would be the teams that would meet in the semis. I mean, the, in, the awesome. semis. in the yeah. conference semis. In the conference semis, yeah. Yeah, which would be sick, man. That would be so sick. I, uh, it's, been, it's been good, like, since, uh, since the World Cups come on, like, sports has gotten really good because there's just so much shit happening. You yeah. got baseball, 
with a lot of action in the Jets signing and free agency and shit. Yep. Obviously, the World Cup is the biggest story in sports. But then it also just keeps you on Sports Center. So now I'm watching more basketball. Obviously, football's been good. But, like, the NFL's got to do a better job with these Sunday, Thursday, Monday games. Yeah. They have been fucking awful, cuz. Yeah. Like, the primetime games have not been good at all. Yeah. I wonder. Like, it's been, they've been fucking hard to watch. They got to flex off of some of these fucking teams, man. Like, yeah. Nobody want to watch the fucking Raiders play on Monday night, bro. Raiders. Giants. Like, we don't deserve a fucking, <laughs> nope. I told you y'all not making the playoffs. I guys. agree with you. We're not. We had it, but you know what? No. I had more of a no, season than I've had in a long time. So I feel so like a satisfied what? So customer. what is that? what is that going to do for you? Yeah, it, gave me, it, gave, like, it gave me a few weeks to watch football. I'll take yeah, it. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, so now you're going to be in the same spot you was last year. Well, next that's September. true. That's basically true, but I'll feel yeah. I'll feel better about it because I actually like had games I no, cared you about won't, in December. It'll be the same team, guys. Uh, <laughs> we need like some actual playmakers, man. Yeah, you do. You need a quarterback, guys. I'm fine with the quarterback. We're All gonna right. we're I'm gonna disagree you. on that one. I mean, look, I, right. I would take I would take an elevation there, but I'm okay with the quarterback. I want him to have some nah. actual wide receivers to throw to. Nah, it's not good enough. Oh bro. my gosh, we'll see. Um, we'll be back. Uh, in advance um, of the World Cup final. We'll have another episode leading into Christmas. Um, but it's good to have you back from the winter meetings. I'm sorry you were harassed the way you were in the hotel. Oh, man, I'm never doing that shit again. <laughs> you guys know the deal. New episodes every Thursday. Bonus episodes as well. Make sure you're following our YouTube channel at R2C2. Just, uh, it's free to subscribe to it. Just, so just go ahead and do it. And uh, you can get our pod wherever you get your pods. Big thanks to Sadie, Atta, and Jackson. Peace, everybody. Peace.